this podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, everybody. This is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and this is episode 108. And um, I'm doing, as you know, 30 and 30 uh, podcasts. So we're, I think this will be around uh, 17 out of 30 podcasts that I've uh, committed to for the month. So today we have a guest and I haven't had guests on in a while. It's been me blabbering away. So I'm excited to talk to somebody else besides hearing my own voice. Um, So Emmy Hernandez. So she and I connected through Tony Robbins, of course. That's where I usually connect with most of the people I'm friends with or have on the podcast or or talk to. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your business, what you're doing, what you do for work, all that type of stuff. And then we're just going to get into a chat. So welcome. Thank you so much, Kara, for having me on. This is super, super fun. As soon as you put out the post and talking about masculine and feminine energies. I was like, Ooh, what's she all about? Right. Because I think uh, a lot of people don't want to talk about this and it's Mm -hmm. so critical. So my company is called duality of Athena and I focus on helping single women attract their soulmate love and co-create an epic relationship. Mm -hmm. So I'm really critical around that second part. There are a lot of people out there who help people bring in a partner, but then they don't help them continue and maintain that relationship. So I have done that for myself. Mm-hmm. I have brought in a partner. We're actually currently planning our wedding. We're actually going to go get our... Yay! Super exciting. <laughs> it's in August and we're actually getting our wedding bands next week. So all super excited. And the reason I got into this was because of so much pain from my past. So, you know, went through that heartbreak, went through hell and back, created some strategies of how to help women get out of that and then how to actually have healthy love. So Duality of Athena was born from Athena. I've been obsessed with Greek mythology since I was a little girl. So Athena is the goddess of war and wisdom, okay? Mm. And so she was known for her wisdom. She always had the little owl with her, right? The wise, the wise guy. And she always had a shield and a sword. So she's known through, throughout Greek mythology as very, being very strategic and very fair. If she was at war, she wouldn't kill the civilians, stuff like that. Here's the thing. They don't tell you. She died a virgin. Mm. Okay. Not so, good. Yeah, right? And they're like, oh. Right? So a lot of this, how I call the feminine masculine energy, the masculine mass, is the Athena mode. Do we need her? Absolutely, right? Like right. she comes in handy a lot. Like I'm in Athena mode a lot when I'm coaching. It's my full-time coaching business. But here's what I teach my ladies. Here's what I teach my ladies is the duality. And it's the two of us at the same time. It's Aphrodite. How can we bring in the goddess Aphrodite of the, the lover, the sensual, the really the one that lives in our feminine core? That's sort of what the practices that I teach. And I'm noticing now, that's why I'm so glad we're, we're talking today, that all of this applies in business as well. Yep. <laughs> I had a client last week tell me, oh, Emmy, like this is, she's seeing now how it's affecting her business. She's a very successful real estate woman. And she came to me and she was like, Emmy, like, I realized like my entire team, they're men. And they're scared of coming to talk to me. Like they find me intimidating. And I'm like, honey, you're unapproachable. Mm. She's like, what? <laughs> so yeah, anyway, that's sort of a quick intro there of how I, how I got started and what I do now. 
I love that. I love that. It's going to be a kick-ass podcast. Uh, you can swear on the podcast if that moves you. Just FYI, yes. I like to let people know <laughs> that if you need to say the F word, say it. It's all good. They're just words. <laughs> it's just words. It's not going to hurt anybody. Um, I curse like a truck driver, so whatever. I'll, I have four daughters who are like, my 11-year-old's like, doesn't phase her. I'm like, what the fuck is happening in the house right now? She's like, not sure, mom. I don't know. Yes, teach her early. Yeah, like they're just words. Um, Okay, well, like let's dig in. I feel like this is going to be one of the best because I love having um, women who do similar work to me because first of all, we need like a thousand of us right now, like immediately. There's, I've said it in the last podcast I did, like my max for the year in group coaching and one-on-one coaching is probably about a hundred women. There's way more who need this type of support. So welcome and let's get it done together because (laughs) there's a lot that needs to happen in this area. So I'll tell you really quickly my my origin story for how it because it will you'll you'll be like yep that sounds about right. So I was single um and I'm going to be single again in the near future. We're transitioning into divorcehood, which is fine amicably all the things. Yeah. Um but when I and I cuz I'd moved back in after I did date with destiny cuz I yeah. went there and I viscerally understood feminine energy so I came back really still thinking I'm getting divorced and that's cool and he and I are best friends we have four kids together we have a company together blah 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 and we were chatting about my experience um have you seen I'm not your guru Oh yeah of course like okay. on repeat So you know that you know the part where Tony gets her to call the boyfriend and break up with him the yeah. running the running joke for us was Ken was like yo dude if you call me in the middle of the day on Saturday I'm not answering the phone <laughs> He's like, no. So I I went to that event, like, because we'd been sort of back and forth, back and forth for three years. And I went to that event really partly to figure out once and for all what actually is going to happen here. But before that, when I launched this podcast in 2019, I was starting to not understand why I wasn't meeting a masculine energy man. I kept befriending or platonic or all the things I was attracting was feminine energy. And I was like, what the fuck? Like me and my girlfriend's like, you're so cute and you're successful and you're smart. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, I know. I can't figure (laughs) this out. I can't figure it out. That's not the question. (laughs) It's like, where's the D? Like, where's it? Yeah. So I started to realize, oh, I'm in my masculine. What does that look like? And so my daughter, one of my daughters, she's 24 and she's an artist. She's incredibly talented. She she um, made this tattoo, like she drew the tattoo and it's line art. So it's oh, a girl upside gorgeous. down like this. Ooh, sexy. Right. And it's a good reminder. Now, wasn't there two years yeah. ago. <laughs> and I said to her, like, mom's having a hard time here. I can't figure this out. And I said, I really think I need to get in touch with more of the feminine core. I kind of had a high level understanding going through a bunch of you. I mean, I've done 18 Tony Robbins events in four years. Like I had some knowledge, right? But not enough. So I said, draw some things for me. Um, I'm going to write these seven words out. So it's intuition, thoughtfulness, um, sensuality, vulnerability, patience, empathy. Like I wrote all this whole list and I said, draw me line art to coincide with those because then I will put them on my wall and I will look at them every day and I'll be like, get in touch, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, I'm not the only one who could, who must feel this way. And as I started talking and interviewing more women on the show, I was like, all of these entrepreneurial women are all in their masculine. And so there's two things and you brought it up is the, 
they have to do with one another. So I was like walking around with my dick in my hands, trying to figure out why no guy wanted to approach me. And I was like, yeah. oh, on the right. table. My <laughs> dick is bigger than your dick. Want me to show you? Great. Like nobody wants to do that. So not talk- a healthy man. So the no. toxic men and the feminine right. love that. Yes. The healthy yes, yes. divine masculine does not. Right. So and as I an like, alpha, I, love to clarify that I know you're totally right because that's what I was attracting and that's what I married yeah. too, truthfully. And so women like, like I call myself an alpha female, but not like now I play with the feminine core and I understand all of that. And I'm like, I can sit into that and I'm squishing. I love it. And I'm like, but I run my companies from there now too, but talk a little bit about, because it's, I really feel, and in the work I do, same coaching as you, not the relationship side, but your business can't run in the masculine a hundred percent of the time. It will, it will absolutely fuck you up because, uh, and I teach the head to heart method, get out of here, get into your heart. Let's figure out what you really want to do and then get back up here and execute it. So talk a little bit about, about that journey that you see, because a lot of women are like, I'm not in my masculine. And we're both like, sweetheart, when you say I'm not in my masculine, you are in your masculine. You're like, proving that you are. That's the truth. So yes, go for it. Yeah. So I love, I so love that you brought up the word alpha. So this is what I say. Like I'm an alpha. My man's an alpha. Here's the rule though. We can never be alpha at the same time in the same room. Preach. Okay. Yep. Right. That That's the big difference there. So totally, totally get you big. So, you know, for those of us who are exhausted and burnt out and overwhelmed, honey, baby, that's a sign you're working in your masculine and you're oh, living there. Most I of love time. you. Okay, right. Right. <laughs> this is going to be just... weekly babies. This is a weekly <laughs> fucking show right now. Me and Emmy. Oh, girl. We got this, right? So I'm going to tell you right now, I am not an expert on the business side. So I love that I'm talking to you because I'm an expert on on the relationship side, sort of like the love heart, but you know, it's all connected. It is. We're one person. We're not five different women. Like Kara's Kara. Shit, she's falling apart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you right now, when I lived in my masculine, so just to give you a little bit of background, I was a Silicon Valley executive for many, many years. I went to school at a prestigious university, got a prestigious degree, got a prestigious title, went around the world teaching something called the Lean Startup Methodology. I was hired by Microsoft Lyft. I was speaking on stages of up to 10,000 people. Okay. I published a, a book. I became an official author in 2016. So my resume is in check, right? Yep. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. And that was bringing me all the fucking men I didn't want in my life. I was like, yep. what's wrong with me? Why can't anybody love my Right? Right. And also, <laughs> right? And we're just beginning like real raw here, right? Yep. Like, I'm all about full time. And we say they can't handle us or they're intimidated by my success. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's our flavor to say. And it's oh, absolute horseshit. That is so beyond the truth. Carry on. Can, can we do our like own version of male, female, like feminine, masculine energy mythbusters? Oh, cause that's the biggest fucking that's shit a right huge there. Huge one. I actually have an article that's coming out here soon from a video I made regarding, you know, oh, they're just intimidated by me. Like, no, you're just being a bitch. Yep. <laughs> There's a you difference. Got, you have your dick in your hands. That's what <laughs> yeah. it is. Yep. yep. Right. And here, here's the thing, ladies. Like, we ba- we got into this Athena mode that I call it, right, out of needing that certainty of like, hey, you know, are we badasses? Yes. And I love that you're a badass. Here's the thing. You're going to be burnt out. You're going to be overwhelmed. You're going to be stressed out. And and, 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 and on top of all that, if this doesn't help you, 
you're going to make way less money. I was just going to say, you're going to be broke. (laughs) You're going to be fucking broke. It's like, don't, don't, uh, I I just did a whole five day challenge around this, but like we tell, I don't need all the stuff. I don't need the car. Yes. You fuck it. You want that shit. Don't give me that. Your default is I don't, I don't, I can't get it because you're in your masculine and you're not doing the things you need to, to make the money. I feel you on every level. Yep. We're going to be broke. And here's why. Okay. So just so you know, I'm a total nerd geek and proud of it. I spent the last 15 years studying quantum physics. Mm, yep. Okay? So I know you get me, right? So I, when I started learning about the law of attraction, I was like, okay, cool. Let's go to the source. The source is quantum physics, baby. Yep. Okay. So like literally NASA astronauts and all this stuff, they know about manifestation more than we do, yep. <laughs> right? Because they actually live in that frequency in that field. So once I started realizing like, okay, this whole hustle and grind and go, 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 go. And, you know, don't pee, don't eat, like, you know, talk, customers, sell, 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 sell. Yep. That'll get you like this much percentage of actual shit done because here's the thing. You're, you're actually working from a scarcity mindset. That Got whole it. thing of like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. That's yep. a trauma response, babe. That's a trauma response to, I don't have enough time, which is fucking bullshit. You have all the time in the world. So now... I choose, I did this this morning. Every day I do some sort of feminine meditation. I go into, in that meditation, I want you to know is feminine action. So there's mm-hmm. feminine action and masculine action. Feminine action is allow and receive, rest, yeah. recover, listen to you, your guidance, your universal guidance, your spirit guides, whatever it is that calls to you. And then masculine action is taking inspired action from there, from that point, from the allowing, the receiving, not hustle and grind, push, 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 push. I'm going to tell you right now, the days, ladies, the days where I'm like, oh man, I haven't closed anything yet. Hmm, Okay. You know, it's been like two weeks. Okay. Because this happens. I haven't closed anything, but I feel good. You know, I went went on vacation to Costa Rica. I don't feel too bad that I haven't done any sales. My instinct previously would to be like, ooh, I got to like do tons more, you know, computer work and da, 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 tons of people. And then I was like, you know what? I know better. Yep. I know better. So I did a four hour, I took out half of my day and all I did was meditation, journaling, like really sitting with me. Guess what? The next day was a 20K day. Yep. And, and here's one thing too, ladies, you know, if you've heard my podcast before, you know that I'm obsessed with talking about the hormones. Like you are on a 28 day cycle. Men are on a 24 hour cycle. They don't operate the same. Like, let's stop trying. I mean, honestly, Emmy, like I'm 45, so I'm into the perimenopause. So my ovulation and my PMS are starting to, or have swapped. So PMS, super horny ovulation. Don't fucking look at me. Like that's, that's what's happening. Cause my body's like, you don't want to make any more babies. But like, if I, if I look back at the years of attempting to hustle at that level mm. and attempting to do it like Gary Vaynerchuk, who I admire, respect, I've met, I've spent time with him. He's an incredible guy. But if I'm going to, if I'm watching them as the metric for how I'm to behave, I will burn out. And I, and I have burned out. We've all done it. And Preach it's like, sister. if you, if, and I, and I teach my women in my groups too, like if you are PMSing, there's a good chance you're waking up for three or four days, wanting to flip a table and, and throw it all in. And you don't want to do your business anymore. Like I, I'm in a mastermind group where it's a lot of women and and just had this conversation like, oh fuck, I'm PMSing. I'm like, so shut the fuck up. 
just chill. (laughs) Take three days and do some writing. Do some type of thing where you're in the container of your feminine core and you're not spazzing out because you hate your business. I promise you when you start to bleed, it's all good. And it took forever to learn that because like so many times you're ready to throw the towel in and then other parts of your cycle, you're like 20 videos a day, fucking 18 blogs. (laughs) Like you're like, where can I do more? I need more content, more, more, more. Right. But it's like, we have to pay attention to the, it's like, that's part of my mission in life is to, if I hear one guy go, one more guy go like, oh, she's PMSing. She's being a bitch. Oof. I'm going to personally strangle you. Um, yeah. men, if you're hearing this and you're near me and you say it, I might kill you. <laughs> really? Because your, your male ass wouldn't be here for not having somebody have her period. Like, just oh, of course. That, right? Like, let's talk about it. But we're powerful, right? We're powerful mm-hmm. in that cycle when you start to play with it. So I love that you brought that up. Um, and then, like, w- just to, to piggyback on the hustle, like, I was pregnant with uh, my, who would have been my first son in, um, he would have been six this year. And I was running the content company, which is my other company. And I went into labor way too early. Like I was at 21 and a half weeks. And if it gone another like six days, truthfully, he may have survived it, but the lungs were just, just shy of being able to really, to be able to survive. I was on sales call within three days for my company. Wow. I lost a baby. I was pumping oh, because I had to I'm pump, so but that's the hustle. I thought I can't really slow down. Right. Like, yeah. you know, and the kids are falling apart. Like they just lost their brother and da, 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 da. And I'm like, I'm still on the phone because shit's got to happen. And it's like, <sighs> we need to just yeah. not, and it's mm-hmm. okay. And the, the thing that I love to witness even in myself and in my clients and and the women around me is that once you get connected with her, that business just once you, and there's, there's pragmatic stuff that we need to know. And you you talk about business, like those are the mechanics, that stuff is easy to teach, but I can't teach you if you're not in your heart, you can't teach her how to get what she wants if she's not in her heart. It's just where it has to begin. So let's talk a little bit about I always like to kind of get the backstory, like, you know, I, I, not like back before you really started to understand masculine feminine, like as a kid who, you know, and if you, you know, Tony Robbins, he always says like, whose love did you crave more and all that type Mm -hmm. of stuff. But like, (laughs) really I was, it was for me, it was my mom and I had to show up in my masculine for her. That's at 10 years old, I went in and I didn't come out until 42. So do you have that type of like story, backstory where you can look at mom and dad and kind of go like, this is where I really started to this hustle, crazy hunter mode. Um, Or, you know, like talk a bit about your parents and how that your childhood was. Let's talk about yeah, your childhood. For sure. Let's talk about my childhood. I feel like I need, I, yeah. I'm going to say I need a couch or some pillow. You're yeah. going to hypnotize me. Um, yeah, for sure. So I I know for a fact that I craved my, my mother's love, right? So I'm the oldest of seven kids. Oh, wow. Holy moly. So, yeah. So talk about me being, being and feeling not important because as soon as the next one came along next week, I basically raised my siblings. I I never got to be a kid. I never got to be a kid. I went from toddler to teenage mom. Right. And I don't, I still don't even have kids yet. So we're planning on that next year and I'm turning 35. So I became the classic overachiever just so that my mom would say she was proud of me and she never did. 
I just craved for her to tell me that she loved me and that she was. And, and I grew up in a very traditional Mexican household. So I'm the first person, I'm the first person in my family to be born in the States. My family's from Mexico and they grew up with nothing. Mm-hmm. So we, we were taught with the little that we had to be overly grateful. Right. So I'm, I'm all about gratitude, but it was, it was a guilt trip around mm-hmm. it. Not really like truly be grateful for it. So it was like, Oh, well we didn't have this growing up. So you better like, be, you better be thankful for this. Yeah, literally, like it was like you know we were bad if we 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 wanted more than one pair of shoes, and it was like Ugh, right, and um and then I also got to see you know from my mom she she was the masculine she was the matriarch of the household she bossed everyone around she was my dad's boss and I got to see how how I lost respect for this man he mm-hmm. my dad is one of the most incredible souls on the planet like truly and I know you know, most women don't have this relationship with the dad. And I didn't have that with him growing up, but I can recognize how he was just so, because he, he had, so ladies, men have two choices. Okay. He, at his core is a healthy masculine. Here's the thing. When a healthy masculine comes across an alpha woman and she like lives there and refuses to like take any help and allow and receive what well, he, he has two choices. He's either going to be constantly fighting with her and get the fuck out, or he's going to acquiesce out of respect for the family. And that's what my dad did. Yep. So I've come now to learn that when he had his random burst of tempers with my brothers was because the poor guy needed to feel like a man. Ah! Right. And he never hurt us. But there were some moments where like once or twice every couple of years, you would like blow up. And I'm like, that's odd. He never does that. Well, poor guy never got the respect he deserved. Like my mom's literally zero times appreciated him. My dad has built so many homes for us. He is like the epitome of the handyman, respectful, right. never talked back, like didn't gamble, didn't drink. Didn't, and, and my mom's still like, oh, you piece of shit. So I look back now and I'm like, my poor daddy, right? But I learned what it was like to be a mom, what it was like to be a woman from my mother. And also, even though my dad was taking care of us always, she still told me, you know, always be independent, always have your own Uh, money. You never know. If you marry an asshole, if you marry a a, a drunk, if you marry, look at your aunt so-and-so, look at your So yeah, that's the backstory. (laughs) Yeah. And like, here's the crazy part. It's not uncommon. It's like, it's funny because women like us find this work because we witness the opposite. Yeah. Like when you talk about, um, because that's, I say close to the way that you say it, I I say like an uh, alpha man isn't going to out alpha you. He's just going to give up because Mm -hmm. it's not like in, you know, if there's two guys at a a bar and somebody's trying to be a dick, they'll be like, let's take it outside. No one's saying that to their wife. Let's take it outside. And men Mm -hmm. are physical creatures. They're hunters that that's what they do. They have the bursts you know, they're, they're the out, out energy, but eventually like ladies hear this. I mean, you know, I'm not, I don't advocate cheating, but I get it 100% in these environments, right? I totally get like, it. <laughs> give me a fucking break. Like if you're berating your man and like, if you've done any work in this area, the way you make a man shut down and go into his toxic feminine is by criticizing him, trying to control him and closing off from him. Those are the three C's. Tony talks about them. Uh, you know, Alison Armstrong talks about them. Yes. Like if oh, you, Allison. oh, she was on the show. I'll send you the link to the podcast. It was <gasps> oh, Oh my god, Did she's I, my favorite. I fangirled favorite. hard on that episode. I fangirled really Me hard. too. I met her at a UPW when oh, I was playing yeah. on accident. Yeah. And I walked up to her and I just started bawling. And she's like, hello. And she saw my name. She's like, hello, Emmy, nice to meet you. And oh, I was she, like, oh, you know, she 
Oh, right? God. Yeah. Oh, I love her. She <laughs> was at, I think she was at my date with Destiny. And I swear to you, she walked by and like, she's floating. Like she just glides. She just, that woman. Yeah. So incredible. Yeah. What you see on her books and her audios, that's who she that's, really is. That is. And that, that is so rare. Yep. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, moment, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with me. Oh, yes. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so a guy will, you know, people like, oh, he's such an asshole. He cheated on me. He's such a fucking blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. And here's, here's the reality. Like I've learned the hard way. You don't go coaching people who don't want to be coached. But in the old days, I'd be like, well, what did you do to make that happen? (laughs) And they're like, bitch, what do you mean what I do? Well, like, were you closed it off or did you control him? And they're like, whatever, he's an asshole, he cheated. So I don't do that anymore. But it's the truth. Like, and it may not yes. show up as cheating. It might show up as workaholic. It might show up yes. as a gamer, right? How many 40-year-old guys, you know, that are fucking sitting there on Nintendo 18 hours a day? Like, that's not because um, they've they've chosen that path. That's because they've been beat down. Like that's the bottom line. And women, when women are constantly unseen, misunderstood, feeling unsafe, that's when we go. So guys hear that side of it. When, when a woman goes into her masculine, if you've, if you didn't get her that way, and she came in very much in her feminine, eventually, (laughs) if she doesn't feel seen, heard, felt, and safe, she will go into her masculine because somebody better get control of this car. And if yep. you're not going to do it, buddy, I'm going to do it. And that's yep. typical of what happens in this relationship in my past. But, you yes. know, I mean, men, men and women, like full disclosure, I, like I said, I'm transitioning to, to ending our marriage. She's my best friend. We're going to stay close, all the things, but like throughout the marriage, and I didn't know this work yet, but what was happening yeah. was I wasn't feeling safe. So I had a habit of mm-hmm. connecting and having emotional affairs with people because I was just wanted to be seen. I wanted yeah. to feel safe. And so, and I was open about it. I'm like, yo, I'm talking to this person and I would never take it physically because that f- for whatever reason that that's my boundary. I'm never, I would never go that far, but I certainly looked and craved to feel seen. Like that's a yeah. big one. And, but you can't be seen when you're oh, on top of them mm-hmm. and criticizing yeah. them. And I always say like, you know, when I, when I'm coaching women, they're like, well, he doesn't do this. And I said, listen, one of you has to call uncle here and it's not going to be him. <laughs> it has to be you. You must surrender. And I don't need to surrender. But, and I'm like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not saying bend over and let him beat the shit out of you. Like that's not surrendering. When he's putting the dishes away, shut your mouth. Let him put the fucking dishes away and be grateful. Let him be the hero. Like they just want to be the hero. And if he does it wrong in three hours of the next day, be like, babe, I know this is crazy, but can you just like do me a favor and put the cups here? I know it's totally neurotic, but like, it makes my head feel better. If you position it like that versus why the fuck can't you put that there? I promise you your relationship will change. So speak to that that critical piece of it. If you, Oh girl. Oh girl. Okay. Literally, this is what my entire coaching is based on. So I have an entire session module just talking about emasculation. Okay. So I'm going to say right now, I was the emasculation queen. Okay. I was taught to criticize, right? We're like, yeah. oh, we can run our queendom together. My but, love. But we call it, we call it coaching. Oh yeah. <laughs> we call it, oh, yes. I'm coaching right him. You have so yes. much potential. If I could just fucking <laughs> nag the shit out of you till you feel like a nothing. I've coached you well. It's not coaching, yeah. ladies. No. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ladies that, yeah, that, that works for sure. Yeah. Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> you already know the results are not there. So here, here's the thing, right? If you can have someone like you and me go from like that mode to shifting into here, I can tell you it, it is doable because yep. I took pride in carrying man's balls in my hand and like squeezing them. Yep. Sometimes they were strangers, by the way, I didn't care who the fuck they were. I took pride in that. hundred so percent. I shifted that. Yeah. <laughs> I shifted that because I realized it wasn't about me being like a better person or a better human or better woman until right now. You don't get long-term results that way. Nope. Business or romantic. So then I was like, oh, fuck, got to shift my strategy, right? So, and by the way, once you shift to this frequency and more of the feminine mode, not only are you, are you getting better results? You're happy. Mm -hmm. You're fulfilled. You are not stressed out you actually want to live life and be in joy and people want to be around you and you radiate from the inside out and people will tell you like, look at Cara. I, how the hell do you have a 24 year old? I thought you were like my age in your mid thirties. Legit. I was like, girl, did you have her when you were five? Okay. <laughs> right. Like no, I did not, but thank you. Right. <laughs> right? That, that's the thing though. Then when we step into this level of frequency, we, we turn it on that playfulness fountain mm. and that that's the true fountain of youth ladies. Right. So yep. here, here's the thing. We were taught to coach and train our men. You're like, Oh, you know, it's our job to teach them. No, it's fucking not. Okay. That's his mom's job. Yep. And maybe potentially his boss, which is why a lot of our alpha men choose not to have a boss. They do their own thing. Right. Yep. So if they are in a position like my man has his job that he absolutely loves, he he's completely autonomous. His, his boss like talks to him like once or twice a year. So oh, of wow. course he's going to sit Okay. Like there's nothing. The second that his boss gets on this case, he's already looking for another job. Right. Like that's, that's what a true alpha healthy man does because he needs to have that level of control over his own life and career his, his and his domain. Own, yep. Exactly. His domain and his challenge. He will never hear me now, ladies, a healthy man will never want control over you. Never. He never, loves ever. that. You're this like free flowing chaotic nature. Here's why, because when I need him, which is every day, I need his grounding energy because I'm like a freaking squirrel bouncing off the walls. Right. So I'm like, honey. So here's one of the rituals that I've instituted is as soon as I hear him come come home, come home, if I'm not on a coaching call, I literally run, ladies. I run, I sprint to the door, I slide on my socks on our bamboo floor, crash into the wall, and run into his arms. You might be thinking that's a little dramatic. I mean, yes, it fucking is. I do it every day because you can see his body, his face, it lights up. He will tell you he's been my guest speaker many times with my ladies in our on our on our on our retreats and stuff. And they ask him, What's your favorite part of your day? He's like coming home and seeing and having Emmy run into my arms. Why? Because are we hug? We hold our hearts synchronized again. Mm-hmm. Our our heartbeats synchronized, and then he just gets to. I just like, oh, honey, welcome home, kisses, and then I run off to do whatever. Because guess what? He now has a ritual of coming home, taking like a thousand hour long shower, and then he's ready. To, I don't ask him any questions, ladies. Zero questions. How yep. was your day? How was it? Because that's how women bond not men. Okay. So I don't criticize him. If I need to bring something up, I'd be like, Hey honey, 
He's like, yeah, like, can I talk to you about something when you have a moment? He might be busy with something. Like, yeah, his responsible uh, schedule time with him, ladies. Never just go be like, yep. hey, I know I talked to you about blah, blah, blah. No, 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 they no, can't no. handle it. They can't handle it. They fucking can't. Their brain just can't, right? And if you're so, and if we're being honest, a woman can't handle it when she's in her masculine either. I, yes. We don't like to be fucking interrupted like that. We're like, fuck you. We're like, no, bye. You're blocked. Yeah. Like, wh- your schedule is not more important than mine, bitch. Yep. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Completely 100 degree, 100% degree. So what I like to do with him is schedule little blocks of time when I need to talk to him about something important. And let's just say he's playing a video game, something he likes to do when he comes home or watching a show or whatever. So I'm like, hey, honey, when you have a moment, can I talk to you about something? So he'll have one of three responses. Either, yeah, what's up? Pause whatever he's doing in that moment. Or, yeah, honey, give me five minutes. Or he requests whatever extra time he needs. That, ladies, is how we how we would like to be respected. So that's what we do to him. And that that's the number one thing that women don't understand is that we are taught, because of our nurturing nature, I'm going to tell you right now, there's a difference between nurturing and mothering. Mm-hmm. When you mother, you smother. Yes, only be a mom to your kids, not your man. And even then it's, and I'm, I know this is off, off, off what you're saying, but like our kids are not our property. They're not our belongings. They're not our anything. Like I have four daughters. My job is uh, to make sure they don't hurt themselves physically. I mean, the three of them are adults now. It's their own fucking job now. You know, they're very clumsy, but like, they're not this, this whole, like me, this whole concept of like forcing kids and, and, like, I mean, I could talk for days about the masculine, feminine, and children and mothers. Mothers are the most uh, toxic masculine energies around. Hear yes, that, hear that fucking clearly. Yes. Because you think you're being empathetic. You think you're being all this shit. You're a total militant when you're in your masculine. And that's really was my first, like, I started thinking, why am I talking to my kids like they're in my business? Mm. And I was mm. like, oh, fuck a duck. <laughs> There's a problem here. Fuck but like... Duck. We, we, moms do not, if, but I'm a mom, bullshit. You're not, cause I can tell you in two seconds where that woman is at, but like mm-hmm. we, we can't, when, when you talk about communication and you talk about how we're, you know, even how we're raising sons, but like women do have the meadow report, right? Yes. Women and I will, Emmy, how was your, how was that party? It was really good. She was wearing this and blah, blah, blah. And you'll give me every fucking detail in the world and I'm yeah. slapping it all up. But if I were a man, all I would need to hear is it was good. And women think that if a man doesn't want to hear that part, well, what's his problem? He's an asshole. In our mm-hmm. house, like Ken and I still live together. Everybody in the house, even my 11-year-old, we are very well-versed in meadow reports. Mm-hmm. And Ken, I'll say, I have to give you my meadow report. And the meadow is because women as gatherers back in caveman days, when we went out to the meadow, we had to know every detail of everything that was happening. Because when I came back and I said, Emmy, you got to go pick berries. If I didn't tell you exactly what berries, where they were, what they smelled like, what they looked like, what part of the tree they were near, then she picks the wrong berries, brings it back to the tribe and everyone dies. So (laughs) they're in our DNA to give these detailed metal reports and men do not fucking want to hear it. And neither Mm -hmm. does the masculine woman. And that's how, you know, if you're in your masculine ladies, if you're sitting there with a girlfriend of yours and she wants to talk, 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 and you're just like, what's the problem and how do I solve it? Sweetheart, you are in your masculine end of story because you want to fix the problem. That's the masculine way. And that's our way when we're in our masculine and there's, 
I love that part about business. That's why I'm good at business because I can activate that side, but it can't be your hundred percent all the time mode because you'll go mental. Yeah, absolutely. You just made me think of like, ladies, you might be thinking, oh, well, that's how I get more stuff done. And you know, like I'm a solver. I hear this all the time. I'm a Mm. solver. Here's the thing though, ladies, like I can tell you right now, the most precious moment that I ever had with my best friend was after the worst heartbreak of my life. And I couldn't breathe. I couldn't talk. I was having like, you know, a heart attack every day for like six months. But right after this happened, she came over with a box of Kleenex and a can of chicken soup and just sat with me and just listened and just let me ball. And she held me. She could have gotten into like, well, you know what? I mean, he's an asshole. Here's the thing though. I wouldn't have been okay with that because he wasn't an asshole. Like I'm the one that chose to end that relationship because uh, for, for other reasons, like he just wasn't ready for us to get married and like do what I, what I knew I wanted to do. He, he was actually an incredible partner. So this wasn't an asshole guy. So if she had gone into like trying to be like, you know what, just get over. Let's put on a skimpy dress. We're going out clubbing. We're drinking. We're doing this, that, you know, cause that's, Oh, I'm solving it. Like, no, I just needed someone to hug me and to kiss me and to be with me and sit on the couch. And that ladies is what it truly means to be in your nurturing feminine core. And I get to do that. I have the honor of getting to do that with my clients. Mm. I get to do it with my clients and we just sometimes just sit together and cry together. And, you know, when they're telling me, I mean, like, you know, I, tell, I call them chicken little sometimes. I'm like, honey, you're going to have the chicken little. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. And my first question is, oh, where are you on your cycle, my love? Oh, <laughs> swear to you. Question. That is the like, same here. What, what? First question. Yep. And then I'm like, oh, honey. I was like, here's how we're going to solve this today. Go sleep. Yep. And they talk to me tomorrow because, I mean, they legit think everything's horrible. I mean, they're going to, like, just everything's dying. Everything's gone to shit. And I'm like, okay. I don't know who my perfect client is. I don't know who my perfect this is. And it's like, oh, honey. Everything's just okay. Yep. And then they come back tomorrow like, oh, honey, I feel so much better. And I'm like, yeah. Most of the, I was like, for the number one thing, the number two things that were like, we're either hungry or sleep deprived. Yeah. Go fix that first and then come talk to me. Yep. (laughs) It's like that when, you know, everyone's like antidepressant and anxiety medication crazy, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm always like, if your diet is perfectly clean and you exercise regularly and you take care of your spirit and all the other things and you still feel this, okay, then there's probably something needs to be addressed. But if you're not doing any of the other things first and your first line is to go get medicated, there's a problem there. We need to fix that yep. because it's 99% of the time that's not the answer and, and all of that. So Right. It actually um, creates compounding issues. That's the totally. problem. And then they're like, oh, if that's not going to fix it, then what will? No, right. that's actually the problem. <laughs> right. And it, I mean, there's a whole host of things that, I mean, I have a ADHD too. That's another big one. Like I, I mm-hmm. don't, I, that is rarely actually what's happening. M- yeah. Many times it's that they're fucking entrepreneur. Like yes. that is the truth. We, like you and I would do like fucking squirrels, but that's what entrepreneurship is. Men do it. Women do it. We all do it. It's, it's part of the genius. I think that is entrepreneurship. Um, and I think too, like to touch on, you know, men, men being the hero, when you surrender to him, it's not, again, it's not like this sucky, um, like pathetic. I don't know how to do anything energy. It's the, you're holding space for him to be the King. And then by default, you become the queen. And that's a beautiful marriage and a beautiful dance. And it's like, I really, you know, 
I don't, I don't like to use the word resent very often, but I, I really find it frustrating the conditioning that we've had in media and like all, you know, I'm 45. And so I, and I talk about this frequently, I've seen all the TV shows of powerful women, we're bitches and we don't need a man. Like I'm I'll, true, true, true right now. I raised my two middle daughters with the ideology that don't ever need a man, make your own money. Don't you dare rely on a guy to do it. Cause I was a single mother at 23 or 22 or whatever. And I, you know, I didn't, no one helped me. No, nope. Fuck you. I'm doing this shit by myself. I don't need your shit. I don't need your help. I'm in control. All the things. And after date with destiny, truthfully, when we did the, um, there's a exercise where Tony gets the women to dance and the men to do the freedom thing, right? Yeah. That's a hot. Have you been there in the room for that? Oh yeah, I actually have a picture of that moment that Tony's team put up on Instagram because I was crying and just my entire body was vibrating after like freedom. So that's like up on my wall. It's my reminder I'm of shivers. like going. Me too. Like, look at. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting <laughs> shivers. Like, okay. I, I, well, I'll, I'm going to quickly describe what that moment was like. Yeah. So. If you've not done Date with Destiny, highly recommend it. I've done it once and then I've I just crewed it in December. So it, that was my second round. Me too. We were crewing buddies. Oh, cool. Nice. Oh, are you good. crewing? Yes. Are you doing UPW? No, no, no. no, no I, but I, yeah. Number eight. I've, I've done a stop. few of them. <laughs> I, this is going to be my 18th event. Holy and, smokes. Yeah, it's crazy. They're amazing. I'm learning and all the time. So at Date with Destiny in person, it's it and it was pretty similar. Um, virtually, I will say I was surprised Mm -hmm. at that one. I was like, I don't know how you're going to pull that one off to TR, but let's see what you can do. And he did. So ladies, so in person, there's, you know, anywhere between 3000 and 5,000 people at this event. It's a much smaller event. It's six days long. It's intense. Unleash the power within is really there to help you see what your, what limiting beliefs are fucking you up. And date with destiny is there to discover why, like why those events, like why those beliefs even became. So it's like you figure out what beliefs are fucking you up and then you figure out why in date with destiny. So day four is relationship day and that's the best day ever. And Tony has near the end of the day, he has um, the women dance. So basically, and it was really funny because he played, um, which one were you at for date with destiny? Which year? I was in Florida. Oh God. Sorry, how about you? I think it was 2017. Okay. So a couple years before me. Okay. So we, we sit there and he puts the, he put on the first song. He said, okay, ladies, we're going to dance. So the, the lights go down and he goes, okay, stand up and just kind of get in the hallway, you know, get in the aisles, just do your thing. And he played, uh, Cindy Lauper's girls just want to have fun. I'm a girl from the eighties. So I'm like, fuck this. I've danced to the song. And I'm not really playing full out, which isn't like me. I was like, oh yeah, okay, this is all right. And then he played S and M by Rihanna and Britney Spears. And I was like, and the room goes red. And all of a sudden I'm like, I've got my, my freak on and I'm like grinding and whining and all the whole thing. And then he played a song by Sarah Brightman called, um, you take my breath away. And in that moment, honestly, Emmy, this was the second, the second that my body understood feminine energy. I was like, and he just said, pretend no one's in the room. And I did. And I pictured a man behind me and I pictured Mm -hmm. grinding up against him really slow And it didn't matter that there wasn't anybody there. And I felt it in my whole body. I was like, this is it. This is what feminine divine feels Mm. like in my body. And it was such a visceral experience. It changed everything for me. And then, and he did it again and again. And you could feel, and again, I'm getting shivers. Like you can feel the energy of 
solid men who are present and who have presence in that moment. They were, it was a giant container for us. And then the men got to do an exercise where he played a clip from Braveheart and then Tony stands up on stage. The lights go back on stage. The, the, um, he stands on stage and with no instruction, he just goes freedom and he throws his hand up. Every guy in there stood up uh-huh. and did the same Ooh, thing. No one's, I know. I keep <laughs> every time I know. And I was like, and I swear, swear to God. And this is what I say about that moment. It was the most erotic experience of my life yeah. where no one was touching me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was like, that is what presence, not present, presence feels like there was, we were protected by 2000 men. We knew for every single ounce of our body, nothing could hurt us. It was, that's what feeling. And this is what we're talking about. Ladies. This is what Emmy teaches. What I teach is what we're talking about is allowing that container. And in order for you to allow that, you have to surrender because that's, that's where that fucking magic happens. But man, and that's where I, where really I was like, okay, now I get it. So, wow. Yeah, I had I had similar experience to you. It, it's it's kind of like an orgasm. Yeah, like it was like this beautiful sense of safety. And by the way, ladies, in no way, shape, or form did we feel like any of these guys were romantically interested. It wasn't sexual nope. energy. So that's Not what I want to clarify. It was like this sense of like I got your back, and nobody and no one could ever hurt you. Like it was so magnificent. I got to share and I got to speak and you have no idea how many men came up to me after they, they saw me right after like, let me thank you so much for what you share. You have no idea what that did for me. And thank you. And I was like, what? Like I didn't understand how, when they're not stepping into their masculine because they've been taught to subdue, 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 yep. subdue that. So they, they're, they have a hard time figuring out what that level of presence is as well. Right. And that energy of just being with someone. And by the way, presence doesn't mean just physically being present. No, it's energetically it. yep. being there. Like it's, it's his chest, his energy, his heart beams pouring into you. All he's got to do is look at you and you could just fall apart oh, crying yep. in that sense of like, Oh, wow. Right. So to be able to have that level of safety with young men, older men, and just feel so protected, I felt like, you know, and I love that you use the word surrender. I don't necessarily use that with my ladies because they go and like uh, on guard. Right, so yeah. I, 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 I use the one to sort of like ease them into, and I say, allow and receive. Right. right. The feminine allows and receives. So they're like, okay. You know, and even then yeah. they have a hard time practicing that. It's like, what do you mean? And like, and one of the things I have my ladies practice is, okay, ladies, we're going to do something. It's the weirdest fucking shit, but I'm going to tell you this changes everything. I started super silly, but it works. I started walking up to doors and shifting to the man behind me and letting him open it and just Thank you. Actually looking at him and look and saying, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And you would see his clavicle bone. Like, oh yeah. Like yeah. random strangers. Uh, my man, till this day, I haven't opened a door in four years of being with my man. He does it every time. And every time he gets a thank you, every time he gets a kiss on the cheek, every time, like, it's just one of those things where we just flow into that. Mm-hmm. And you might think, oh, well, Emmy, it's inconvenient. No, it's inconvenient to be fucking fighting all the time. That's what's inconvenient. Do you want to be right or do you want to be in love? Exactly. Right. And to be in that bliss, that joy, I can tell you right now, I have ladies, I have not touched the trash in four years. Yep. 
Can, My can, man takes that out every time and, and every and, time he gets an award. Right. <laughs> and like, so everybody's clear. Emmy, do you know how to take out the trash? Of course oh, you know how. Very fucking well. Yeah. Right. Do you I know how well. to change the light bulb? Yes. Do you oh, know how course. to do the things? We don't, it's yeah. not, we're not suggesting that if you let him take over that area of, of, worship really of you that that means you're stupid or that means you're not as good it means that you're letting him be your hero for god's sake and the more you let him be the hero the more he will show up as the hero and you can start to relax it's a it's a beautiful thing well my love we need us to need them a hundred percent they just they just want to make us happy Mm. um we i you're coming back on we're out of time for this one but you are (laughs) definitely coming back on i think we should do a clubhouse together i think we should do all the things i think we would have such a blast um so for the ladies who are looking to really take their relationships to the next level and and really dip dip into this um where can where can they find you they can find me the easiest way um is facebook so my name on there is Emmy Hernandez. If you have a hard time finding me, then feel free to email me at emmy.hernandez.coach at gmail. And then I'll make sure to have my um, EA uh, reach out to you and Beautiful. we can book some time to chat and then we'll go from there. Amazing. Well, sister, I am happy we uh, connected and I, this is to many, many more connections yeah. because this was amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we'll talk thank to you, you soon. Alrighty. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.